There aren't many things that disturb me more than Bible passages that are taken out of context and then taught incorrectly. Philippians 4.13, Jeremiah 29.11 are a couple of the more famous ones. Another one to add to that list is Matthew 5.39, where Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount says, But I say to you, do not resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. I have heard this verse used many times to teach the concept of pacifism. Basically, that this verse teaches kids not to protect themselves against bullies. It teaches wives that they should just continue to subject themselves to an abusive husband. And that this verse teaches many other unsafe practices. And while it is true that you and others may have opinions on the subject of self-defense and all the things that go along with that, please don't misapply this passage to support your position. In the immediate context, Jesus is talking about the law of retribution. In the preceding verse, Jesus says, verse 38, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. That was, of course, part of the law of Moses, repeated in Exodus 21, Leviticus 24, and in Deuteronomy 19, which governed how retribution was to be meted out, and that law actually served some very important purposes. For one, it restricted the victim from inflicting more punishment than was due. Secondly, it kept vigilantes from exercising what they perceived as justice, since punishment was to be determined by a judicial system. And then thirdly, it ensured that the punishment fit the crime. However, by the time of the first century, the rabbis and the other Jewish leaders had taken what God had legislated for good and they had twisted it into something that was evil. They were using this law of retribution vindictively. People were using this law to retaliate and to get revenge against their enemies. And that's why I believe Jesus' words about turning the other cheek, it's not a warning against self-defense. Rather, it's a warning against revenge and petty retaliation. Think about it. If Jesus' words are to be taken literally in verse 39, does that mean that we're free to retaliate after we have turned and given that second cheek and then been sufficiently struck on it? Obviously not. What Jesus is saying is that we need to do everything in our power to walk away from insults and confrontation so as to de-escalate those situations. When someone insults you, don't respond by insulting in return. Instead, Romans chapter 12, overcome evil with good. In fact, that point is driven home in the very next verses in Matthew chapter 5, verses 40, 41, and 42, where Jesus says there, If anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. When we respond to hatred with love, Jesus is trying to show us that it affords us the chance to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. When we act in ways that are unconventional and unnatural to our society, we are demonstrating the glorious power of Christ in our lives. And so, regardless of your stance on self-defense, this passage in Matthew 5 is not the place to make those arguments. In fact, when we use this passage to argue about that subject, 
we just end up cheapening the real message and the real challenge that Jesus sets forth. Are you pursuing a meek and humble spirit that doesn't get entangled in the petty insults and name-calling and offenses that often come our way? Instead, are you able to turn the other cheek and leave vengeance to the Lord?